just trying to hear cool sounds, bro. Talking about Avengers. Just kidding. We're talking about some other stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones would be good. And then uh I do want to talk about the punchline is fucking sad as shit. Yeah. Also, uh I need to make an amendment to what we said about the tea place just because <laughs> this is so funny. Um so apparently there's an error. So the the one contacting me was not the CEO, uh that's the community ambassador, which is no big deal. I'll Whatever. Just say that. But also uh she's a girl and <laughs> Whoa. But she oh she listened to the episode and was yeah. like ah uh, yeah by the way yeah so I told her <laughs> are they on Twitter and Instagram so I can follow them mm, I don't know check out Plum Deluxe Plum Deluxe dot com but yeah but yeah but her her name is Chris and that's what shows up on her thing well I mean that's, how, yeah how the fuck how am I supposed to know the only Chris you know is me and fucking yeah <laughs> exactly and I'm only half a girl. Okay, what was it, Plum Deluxe? Plum Deluxe. So Brian says, was my computer plugged in? Yes, it was. If the battery gets low, that can happen. Or if your computer gets really hot, that can happen. Oh, it could have been because we were going for so long. But then again, it's Brian, so I don't know if I trust everything he says. So, okay, so Plum Deluxe has almost 20,000 followers, so I just friend them. Maybe you can send them a message, hey, uh, if you can friend us and uh, if you can tweet out, retweet that. Then I'll admit to the world that you're a girl. No, I was like, <laughs> you know, we'd, we'd appreciate it. Yeah. Because <laughs> 20K people seeing it, you know, yeah. it'd be pretty nice. Oh, uh, yeah, I think they, uh, she said she was going to. Anyway, I'm just going to. You know, maybe put out the website, Twitter handle, Instagram handle. Okie dokie. All right. So we'll talk Game of Thrones. And I want to hear myself a little bit more. There we go. That's too loud. That's not me. That's me. That's me. That's me. All right. Oh, Um, what other news? Chewbacca died. Oh, so sad. That's really sad. I was gonna say maybe we should mention the other podcast. Maybe wait till after I do the episode to mention it. Me. You, you, when are they putting it out? I don't know. We're recording Friday. Okay, well, you just uh, tag it at the end, I guess, and then that way. I just don't know if I should mention it yet, just because, like, I don't know, what if for some reason they cancel? I doubt okay. they will, but. Uh, okay, we'll wait We'll wait till next episode then. Oh, fuck it, I'll just say it. Okay. Um, yeah, you can just, you can just do a brief thing like, oh, I'm going to be doing on the uh, other podcast. Um, it's about this, this, and this, and so it should be cool. More on that when it comes out. What I do. Okay. All right. Maximum effort.
<laughs> maximum effort. Maximum. Oh, they're weekly, so it should be. Yeah, I guess that's okay. fine. We're weekly, sort of, for the most part. Just gonna buy this thousand uh, dollar, seventeen hundred dollar mixer. Whoa! I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I was like, I'm gonna split it with you, but maybe. <laughs> Okay, let's do it. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What up, nerds? What up, nerds? Uh, we are here to talk some nerdy stuff. Some Game of Thrones is going to come at you later in the episode here. We've been doing a lot, but let's fucking, let's be real. Let's I mean, be real. No one's talking about anything else except Game of Thrones <laughs> and, and Endgame. And fucking, it's going to be ending, so then we won't talk about it for a while. Well, until, I guess, the new show comes up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, we had some audio issues on the last episode, so apologize about that, but I think we got them figured out at least for now. So hopefully this one will sound smooth and sultry. Like Cody. Just like me. Um, and another little thing, little editor notes um, from back from the uh, Anya Braddock uh, episode. Uh, we talked about uh, one of our new, favorite new companies, uh, Plum Deluxe Teas, and I made some errors in what I said about them. Not that they don't have delicious teas. That was 100% true. But if there's one thing about us, it's our integrity. We'll own it. <laughs> yes, we'll own it. When Cody doesn't hit the record button, he tells the world. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when he gets things wrong on some uh, some factoids about a really cool company, I'm going to fess up to it. So first of all, I said that uh, we were talking to the CEO, but we were talking to a um, community ambassador. So the person who reaches out to us, the community, right? Um, and uh, I also mistakenly said that his name was Chris, but it's actually her name was Chris. So sorry, Chris. Uh, and they, you know what? I feel her on that because my yeah. name's C-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. That's what I thought. That's People call me Christina all the time. It's like, yo, bro, it's English, not hieroglyphics. <laughs> Read the whole motherfucking name. Yep. I shouldn't I shouldn't have assumed, but because I know you and sometimes when I'm in a hurry, I call you Chris. Um, not very often, but every once in a while. Uh, I made a mistake. So Sorry, Chris. Thank you for the tea. It is awesome. Check them out at uh, Plum Deluxe Teas. Or no, I'm sorry, PlumDeluxe.com. Um, they they are a really cool company that has um, some awesome flavors of teas. They they were uh, gracious enough to send us some awesome little sampler packs, and we've been drinking it ever since. Uh, we quit coffee, both of us. You yep. don't drink coffee nope. anymore, right? Tea. Yeah. Um, and that's hard, you know. If you if you're not a big, uh, you know, if you if you need that little boost in the morning, and you're not trying to shovel rock stars down your belly, and you can't drink coffee. You know, there's not a lot of options out there. So tea is really, really a cool option. And, and I mean, they have here's some. I'm going to read some cool flavors off to you because they all sound amazing. Um, sweet spot butterscotch black tea. Ooh, that sounds really good, doesn't it? Uh, peach Bellini herbal tea. It's probably makes a really good iced tea. I would think. Too. Probably. Yeah. Sometimes going up, guys. Uh, pick me up oolong tea with maple and almonds. Oh, so good. Uh, delightful morning blend, which is an earl grey and lavender. They have so many good ones, guys. So check them out. The one that I had, the um, Oregon one, was really good. Yes, the or- Oregon breakfast tea yeah, was really was tasty. Really um, I've had a, cup, a couple cups of that. Um, there's a Spice of Life, which tastes uh, very cinnamony, very good for, I think, really good holiday blend, right? And then uh, there's some other good ones in there, too. I've just been 
I've just been like super amped up. And it's not, the only thing that sucks is I can't really drink them here on the podcast because we normally record right around now, which is like what five o'clock. And if I drink tea right now, I will be up all night long. So we'll have to do a morning episode where we're actually drinking it live. But thank you, Chris. Sorry for those errors. Uh, and also, if you want to know who the CEO is, his name is Andy. So got those wrong, but uh, they are awesome. Check them out, guys. Um, and uh, if you need some tea. Buy coat bags because it will go fast. It does not last long around here. Cool. Um, now let's start the episode as we normally do uh, with some nerdy confessions where we confess things that make us nerds and some things that don't. I guess uh, I'm really, really, really bummed out. And I'll just bring it up early because I was telling Cody about this that uh, the punchline here, my favorite comedy club here in San Francisco. Which it, we did an episode from with Sandy Danto. Yes, shout out to Sandy. Um, they lost their lease and they've been there fucking forever. And I'm really fucking sad. Like, dude, when I turned 18, like it was not a strip club that I went to first. It was the comedy club and it was the punchline. And I have so many great memories of going there and like with friends and like it's yeah. really fucking. Like when I saw, it, I was I was like, dude, like I was Isn't really you fucking. You're 18. Yeah. You go in there. You can't drink booze, obviously. So what about the two-drink minimum? You have to get soda or sparkling water. <laughs> they charge you like $8 for this? Probably. I don't remember. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, I got if like... not, that's the trick. Go in there like, I'm not 18 <laughs> or I'm not 21. They, you still got to get two drinks. You can, there's no getting around the two-drink rules. Two glasses of your finest water, please. <laughs> it's like you got to pay for those waters. You know, my, you know what my comedy club drink is? Random side note. Uh, it's Alabama Slamas. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what it is either, but like every time I go, I see it on the menu. I'm like, most of them nice. <laughs> is it booze in it? Yeah, there's booze in it. I think it's like, it's got like peach juice or something in it. I don't know. I started doing it like the first couple times I went to Cobb's, and it, that's like if I see it on the menu. No, yeah, and uh, I'm not going to, I'm not a fan of Cobb's. I doubt anyone at Cobb's is fucking listening, but um, the punchline. Look you, Cobb's. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they both have their, you know, their pluses, but no, I will but, say I do like the punchline. I now. love the punchline. You know why? Because it's small, and anywhere you yeah. sit, it's, it's not a bad seat in the whole. No, house. Exactly, like you, you, like you, you could, you're super close to the comedian. It's just, I don't know. You, I feel like you connect better that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never done stand up, but I, I would imagine if I'm a comedian and everyone's sitting closer, we just you feel like you're connecting with everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, a lot more crowd work I've noticed there. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure and everyone's like oh i don't want to sit in the front and like well, there's no hiding that place is tiny yeah, even if you're in the back you. they're gonna see you just don't dress like an idiot i would yeah, <laughs> yeah i uh i had a funny one this this one i think was at Cobb's though but we sat in the very front row because we got there super early and i think it was for doug benson and uh graham elwood and me, me and my buddy nick uh ordered like an olive plate because we were just like, we wanted something to munch on, but like we didn't really hey, want to. Hey, olives are delicious. And olives? particularly when you're drinking, that little salty. salty. Exactly. Not particularly unhealthy, a little high in salt, but, you know, not fattening or, you know. I completely back you on that choice. Right? And so we're sitting there in the olive plate, and Graham Elwood's like, what the fuck did you guys order here? I'm like, uh, it's an olive plate. And he's like, oh, excuse me. And he just goes off on us for like, you know, I don't know five minutes or something just like going off on our all play and you keep coming back to us and we're like i'm sorry i'm sorry we were hungry you know what but like that's not on you guys that's on cobs for having it yeah 
if you didn't want a store there, it was expensive. I was play too. It was like twelve dollars or something. But it was worth it. It was good. Yeah, it was tasty. Went really well with my Alabama slam. Yeah, I bet you know, countered with the sweet, you know, the yeah, salty exactly. little olives. That was that was a fun show. There was a recording. Uh, they were recording an album uh, for Doug Benson that time, and uh, I actually got one of my tweets. Doug Benson likes to read tweets and stuff during his act. You know, his kind of digital crowd work. Almost. All right. And uh, he read one of my tweets, but it didn't make it onto the album. It was an alternate cut. Ah, that sucks. But it was really cool. Like I was, <laughs> my tweet. I think it was something like, "I wish while we were waiting in line outside, they had robot versions of Doug Benson telling jokes, like on Star Tours at Disneyland." <laughs> and I, <laughs> I thought that would be a really funny idea. Like just like, oh, really expensive to, as well. Welcome to Cobb's. <laughs> Well, it could be just, you know, any comedian. You know, you don't have to change them out for You know what they should do? Comedian. Just recycle all the Chuck E. Cheese, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, animatronics and just... Reprogram them with, like, just do know, jokes. old, like, Richard Pryor routine. That would be the best. <laughs> that would be We the always best. come with the best ideas, man. I know. Yeah, the Namor idea that I had is taking off. Well, you should, you should explain that, because, I mean, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we might have mentioned it on the last episode, or maybe not. I don't think we did. Um, which is even weirder how... How Hollywood stole my idea. Well, not. <laughs> but uh, so we talked a little bit about Avengers Endgame. Um, Just a little bit, you know, like an hour. <laughs> no, it was like an hour and a half. It was like an hour and 40 minutes. So thank you for sitting through that episode if you listen to it. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, there's a line in there where Michonne from The Walking Dead, I don't, I should learn her real name and her character's name. It's not easy. She's always Michonne. It's not easy. Yeah, I know. But I should make an effort. But anyway. Um, she mentions that there was a underwater tremor off the coast of Africa, and uh, and Black Widow's like, "Aren't you going to go check it out? Do we have eyes on it?" She's like, "No, you just leave it alone." So you you, you do what you do with every tremor, you yeah, leave it alone. Yeah, you just leave it alone. And so I had the idea that perhaps this was a reference to Atlantis, and maybe uh, them dealing with the ramifications of the Thanos snap. Um, and maybe an introduction into Namor, the Submariner, who is one of my favorite Marvel characters. He's, he's a great. Which is what what makes him awesome is that, or what makes him awesome is that he starts off as a villain, right, and then exactly. later on becomes a hero. He's like kind of an anti-hero, along the same lines as Venom, where he's like a, you know, he he starts off bad, and then he kind of if his interests kind of line up with yours. He will help you out kind of thing. I feel like later on he full-on becomes a yeah. hero. Yeah, well, he becomes part of the Illuminati with uh, Black Bolt. And then and Avengers eventually. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, and for all the people out there who say he's just an Aquaman ripoff, uh, he actually came out before Aquaman, so shut your fucking mouth. Also, he was like they the new Aquaman. They've been trying to revamp him and make him a, a badass. Yeah, but Namor <laughs> was – right, Namor, Namor. Uh, Namor. Namor. Has always been a fucking G. Like, yeah. he's always been a fucking awesome. Yeah, he didn't have, like, a pussy mode or anything like that. <laughs> he also also fought with Captain America and the original Human Torch back in World War II. So he was flying around, you know, just fucking punching Nazis in the fucking face. And he was also supposed to be uh, one of the very first mutants, too. Right, right, right. That's another thing that people don't realize. He's, he's actually, um, well, he's part mutant. Part Atlantean. That's the whole reason, because apparently humans and Atlanteans can't mix. The only reason why he was able to be born was because he's part mutant. Yeah. So and also amplifies him more than the rest of his people. Yeah, and he has wings on his ankles. Yeah, which is pretty dope. And there was this, there was this uh, limited run they did. Uh, I don't know, like six years ago or something like that. Seven years ago, where uh, it was the Namor or Submariner. Like um, 
forget who wrote it, but he had a limited series where he's like, I don't know, trying to figure something out, and he ends up getting into fights with a bunch of people, including Venom, and and Venom like like really fights him like pretty hardcore, rips off a couple of the wings on his ankles, but then Namor fucking turns it into like serious mode, and then just like beats the shit out of Venom and rips his tongue out, and he's like, "You talk too much." <laughs> You're like, "Oh fuck." This is one of the coolest panels of comics ever. He's just holding, like, Venom's tongue up in the air. But it's funny because I didn't catch that in the movie, and you yeah. you were texting me about it. And then it was like, I didn't research it at all, but, like, on my cell phone I started getting, like, I get notifications in one of them like, to a bunch of nerdy stuff. And one of them was, like, possible introduction of uh, Namor with the Tremor. I was like, oh, shit. And yeah. that's, I figured, I was like, oh, Cody must have read that somewhere. And you were like, nah, I just... No, man. That so that little line, which like, is crazy, because it, it was honestly it was like an hour after you texted me that I started like getting those messages. That is crazy. God damn it, Alexa's always listening, guys. I swear to God, stealing our ideas. Yeah, I don't know. It just that one little line kind of stuck with me, and I was like, oh fuck, you know that that would be so cool. And then you know, maybe maybe that's how they kind of lead into you know uh, Fantastic Four or something like that. Because um, I think he was originally a bad guy for the Fantastic Four, right? Yes. But um, um, at, at least when he was brought back as a bad guy. Again, he was introduced way before in his own series and stuff back in like 1939. Um, another cool thing that I was thinking, because, um, you know, uh, of his kind of uh, parallels to T'Challa, Black Panther, um, that he would be a good villain for the next Black Panther. Two movie. kings, like, yeah. Fighting so each two other. kings who would do kind of anything for their people, but they take different roads to to achieve that, right? And that's kind of a cool way. At the end, when Namor is defeated by the Black Panther, you know, uh, it would be kind of a, uh, a eye opening moment, revelatory moment for Namor, and then that's when he. Become starts becoming uh, a better. It would be a cool place to introduce him, like because of the first uh, Infinity War. Like, yeah, that's where the big battle took place, and it's like maybe like something there disrupted what was going on for them. Like, all right, the top world's having too many fucking issues. Yeah, maybe one of of the big ships that that came down and and yeah, maybe hit the water, hit the water, and destroyed Atlantis or whatever. And I mean, and then of course when. When Thanos snapped, you know, half of the Atlanteans would have been right. there, too. And if anything, it's more like, all right, the top world is fucking shit up. Yeah. I need to come up and settle shit. Yeah, we need to, you need to kiss the wings on my ankles. <laughs> but, yeah, that would be really cool. I'd be really excited. Um, though, I, after, you know, after you mentioned that, a bunch of people saw uh, or started talking about that. I started looking into it. I think Paramount still owns partially the rights to him. I feel weird. they're probably going to broker but some kind of just, Spider-Man deal with Sony. You just know, cause, give it to us. Yeah. I think I believe Sony makes they get the money from the Spider-Man movies, but I think Disney gets all the merchandising. I believe maybe they, yeah. they brokered some guy, and I'm sure they'll just broker some deal with, with them as well. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, because they what, what have they done with him? Nothing. Right. Nothing. And, and what are they going to do with him? Are you going to make a standalone Namor movie? Yeah. Get another Venom. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, you know, I enjoyed Venom. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Like I, like I said when we did the episode, if you know nothing about comics and you just went and watched and a, watch a movie, yeah, it was it was, cool. it was okay. But as a comic book fan, you're like, how the fuck are you going to make a Venom movie without Spider Man? Yeah, it's like exactly. that's like making a Venom movie without Spider Man. You just don't fucking do that. Yeah, shit. Exactly, exactly. Um, or like making an Iron Man movie without Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking weird. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so my nerdy confession uh, is, let's see. I guess this is kind of an interesting one. I started watching this show on uh, Netflix. Well, it's not a Netflix show, but it's from Showtime called uh, Shameless. Have you ever watched that show? No, I've had a. You know, it's funny. That you, it's funny that you bring it up because I've had a lot of people as of lately telling me to watch it. Yeah, you know, I'd always kind of seen it on there. It's got uh, William H Macy in it, and uh, he's the only real big star. You, you'll recognize a couple people here and there in it too, um, but it's uh, basically a show about like this piece of shit alcoholic dad who has like five or six kids and they all hate him because he's always off getting drunk and they but they're kind of like self-sufficient you know the the big the big sister uh fiona kind of takes care of everyone makes sure everyone has lunches and make sure they all have money for gas and water and stuff like that and it's just like i just started watching it a few weeks ago and now i'm on like season four like i've been it's my show at the end of the night and i don't know what it is that i like so much about it but i think part of it is like um, you know, that it, it's kind of nice to see that even when shit's going hella wrong, you know, like they're still having a good time. There's still jokes and stuff like that. Even when like, you know, like the baby got into the pile of cocaine and you're like, oh, fuck, you know, that's a super serious thing. Yeah. What? Yeah, that happens in one of the more. Like the baby snorted the cocaine? Yeah, so basically what happened was that was, it was really, that was an intense episode, first of all. So it was, it was the big sister's uh, birthday birthday kind of thing and some dude that she banged like one time came over but he also fucked with her life kind of thing he like told her current boyfriend that this is starting to sound like a fucking real housewife thing but anyway uh so scott the the her brother her boyfriend's brother came over and he's like hey i got some cocaine let's do it <laughs> and he he but she hates him because they accidentally fucked one time, and that fucked everything up with the brother. Of course, right? the accidental fucks; those are the worst kind. Yeah, she's she's got some impulse control issues. So anyway, yeah, her dad's an alcoholic. Big surprise. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he leaves the cocaine there, and then she's like feeling hella pissed off and stuff, and she's like, "Fuck it, it's my birthday. There's a pile of cocaine here. Let's invite some friends over." So they have some friends over. They're all partying and stuff, doing a couple lines in the kitchen, and um, and then all of a sudden they they turn around and they see the little the littlest brother who's like three years old or something like that. I forget how old he's supposed to be, two or three. Um, and he's just laying on the ground and he had gotten into it. And like he'd seen them doing snorting up the nose and he has powder all over his nose. So they take him to the hospital and stuff. And it's like, Oh fuck. And they arrest her. And it's all this terrible, 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 terrible shit. But like during all of that, all that chaos, it kind of brings the family together and they all like kind of the second oldest sibling kind of takes over and, like, starts taking care of everybody. So it's kind of cool. You see a lot of good character development and stuff. See, I, I, imagine, I imagine the episode, like, the kids started getting, like, a really bad, like, a Cuban accent. And started, like, you know, amassing a whole bunch of army of men and stuff. And Well, it, it is funny. Like, each each little, each character, um, each sibling has their own, like, super, super different personalities. You know? There's, like, one kid who's, like, secretly gay. And this all takes place in the south side of Chicago. So not a very, like, accepting, diverse, you know. What do you, you mean it's not like San Francisco? No, definitely not. So, yeah, one kid's, like, secretly gay. But his, his family's, like, super supportive when they find out and stuff, even though he's, like, getting his ass beat out in the out in the world. And then one guy is, like, super smart, but he's, you know, born on the south side and goes to a shitty high school and stuff. And so it's all about him trying to get out and try to go to college and stuff like that. And, all sorts of cool characters and stuff. So you should definitely check it out. Shameless. It's all on Netflix. 
and there's like eight seasons, so there's plenty of uh, content out there. Oh, and there's a lot of boobs in it too. So. Oh, nice. Why didn't you lead with that? There's a lot of boobs in Shameless. <laughs> I'll just put that in at the beginning. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a good show. I really enjoy it. Super funny. William uh, William H Macy is. He's a piece of shit. Like he is. He is the worst. Well, his his character. His character. Yeah, yeah. His character is like the worst piece of garbage because person. i mean let's let's not forget he was a shoveler so yeah he was and like and he was in uh wasn't he in fargo too fargo the movie <sighs> okay second nerdy confession i haven't seen, seen fargo. fargo dude watch fargo anyway uh he's excellent in it but his character is a piece of garbage like like one of the things was uh he uh he tracks down his oldest daughter who this is in season four and you've never met her and he's like yeah I have another daughter that I've never told you about I was like what why haven't you told him he's like well because basically I haven't seen her since she was born I just ran off I was like fuck that shit and you know so, minus the alcohol he's starting to sound a lot like my dad yeah <laughs> so he, he was like he finds out he needs a new liver because he's such a fucking alcoholic so he's trying to find people who have the right blood type and his family the, the main family of the show is like dude fuck you I'm, even if I have the right blood type I'm not giving you part of my liver and so he tracks down this long-lost daughter, and he just, like, he, he sets it up so he randomly meets her in a park kind of thing, um, like saving her little son from bullies or something. And so they start talking and, and start, you know, he uses his knowledge of her life and, you know, him to kind of, like, you know, be, befriend her and stuff. And all of a sudden he takes her back to uh, her trailer that she lives in, and she starts making out with him. He's like, uh Actually, maybe maybe we just go slow. And like he doesn't say like I'm your dad. He's just like maybe we should just go slow and you know maybe not now, but um, you know. And he tells her about the liver. She's like, well, I, you know, I, that's my blood type. I should get tested. I'll you know I'll totally help you out. And so, so you go through this whole thing, and he he eventually she finds out that you know in one of his drunk ramblings that she's his daughter. And she's like, what the fuck? It was it's hilarious. So he gets the liver, right? Uh, he, not, not from her, actually, <laughs> but uh, he, he does. He does, in fact, get it. But yeah, check it out. It's a good show. It, if you're not right. hooked by the first, you know, season, you know, it's more of the same as it goes on. I will check it out. All right. Well, some cool stuff happened in the nerd world, but first, not a very cool thing. Ah, uh, Chewbacca. I know. Peter Mayhew passed away. Uh, super, super sad. Um, obviously, Chewbacca is one of those characters. Just, you know, just as popular as, like, fucking Pikachu and Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? Everyone knows who Chewbacca is. And like, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, yeah, like, you know who Chewbacca is. You know Chewie. You know the sound he makes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was super sad. I actually got to meet him uh, one time at uh, WonderCon years back when I was still in San Francisco. Uh, I went outside, and um, I was smoking a cigarette because back when I smoked cigarettes all the time. Um, and he comes out. I'm like, whoa. You're Chewbacca. And he's like, hey, he's like, can I have one of those? I'm like, yeah. And so I handed him a cigarette and we sat and smoked a cigarette together. And it, I didn't, I was like super starstruck, so I didn't really ask him a bunch of questions, but it was awesome. Uh, but yeah, he was a cool guy. Uh, so, sorry, Peter. We'll miss you. Now you're probably chilling with Princess Leia and Archie. Oh. So, hope, he, hope he's having a I know. Time. People have been tweeting like uh, cartoons and like little drawings of uh, Leia like bringing him into heaven. I'm like, oh. Finally giving him the medal. Yeah. Like, oh. New Hope. Yeah, it's very sad. Um, but also, uh, some cool stuff coming out here in the last couple of weeks. Uh, new Spider-Man trailer. 
Yeah, and that was actually really, really cool how they set it up with uh, Tom giving out a, you know... A spoiler Yeah, warning. spoiler warning if you haven't seen Endgame yeah. yet. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and spoiler warning if you haven't seen Endgame. We might talk about the trailer a little bit right now, which spoils something. Yeah, if, yeah dude, we did a whole episode. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of... There's a season of spoilers yeah. here in the springtime. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it looks really cool. No, so it looks... They introduced the multiverse, like... First thing, I I think that's fake. I think it's fake. I don't think, I don't think this is going to be the introduction to the multiverse. I think it's a big fucking fake lie. Don't buy it for a second that Mysterio is going to be oh, here. Oh, well, first of all, I don't buy it for a second that Mysterio is here. Oh yeah, but I think the multiverse is an interesting idea. I hope it's. I hope that part's true. Right. But I'm gonna say it right now. I think, like, okay, well, spoilers. Stop listening if you haven't seen the trailer. Or just listen to us and then watch the trailer, whatever. It's a but, trailer, okay? <laughs> it, it's, it, supposedly it can't spoil the movie, so we're not spoiling anything. I think, I think uh, Nick Fury talking to Spider-Man is not really Nick Fury. I think it's Mysterio. I okay. think he's trying to bait him into doing his bidding, thinking he's doing some heroic stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have him uh, do some recon missions. I think the black suit is going to be something Mysterio gave him so he can hide better. I think he's going to do some recon missions for him, and I think he's going to have him steal some shit that he thinks they need to save the multiverse. Right, some big diamond that powers a laser. Right, and it's yeah. just all a big ploy to pin Spider-Man to look like a villain and to blame everything on him. Yeah. I think those big-ass monsters he's fighting... Classic Mysterio. Yeah, classic movies. fucking Mysterio. Yeah. And I think like um, those monsters he's fighting, fucking illusions. And everyone's going to be looking at him like... Why is Spider-Man fucking hopping around like an idiot for no reason? Yeah, or they could be freaking out, but there's just no substance to him. He, or, he tries to kick through one of them and he just goes straight or there or something. Other superheroes trying to stop him or something, but yeah. he, he's tricking him into seeing him as something else. Yeah, something like that. So I, I think you're right on on that. And um, you know, for them to show that big of a plot point in the trailer leads me to believe that it's a little bait and switch. Right, kind of thing, right. So. so I think he never shows his face. That's not his face. You know, it's just an illusion he's showing. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah. if you were going to make your face look like anything with an illusion, why wouldn't it be Jake? Yeah, I mean, you want to look handsome as fuck, right? That's exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, super exciting. I'm excited for that. Um, and then MJ apparently knows he's Spider-Man, or that could be a trick. Also fake. I don't think that's real. I think it's him. Like I don't know. He's been pretty loosey-goosey with the whole Spider-Man thing. Like Aunt May finds out in the first movie. Yeah, that's true. So it's you know, I think this this is one of those. The cinematic universe is such that we're not with the heroes long enough for the secret identity trope to kind of matter or make sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Iron Man first movie, he you know he he admits that he's Iron Man. Yeah, but in the comic book, everyone knew he was like Tony Stark is Iron Man. So not for a long time because Iron the Iron Man suit would be uh, autonomous and would show up and save Tony Stark oh, to kind of prolong the you know the illusion kind of thing. So, but after a while, yeah, I mean you just kind of figure it out. But um, you know, I think there's definitely uh, you know some cool stuff that's happening in the Marvel universe, and it's exciting to see a movie. So quickly after Endgame, yeah, that picks up and shows us where the next phase well, is going. They have to. I'm guessing they're going to introduce something big or something's going to happen because this is the phase, the end of phase uh, three. So four, no three, or, I think. Or three. Oh yeah. I right. think they're moving into phase four. Loki, Ultron, and Thanos. So I don't know. Like there has to be something that you know. Obviously, the trailer's not given. Okay, so here's what I've been reading on the future of the Marvel Universe, and it's it's a pretty compelling argument, 
is that the next big bad guy is going to be Kang the Destroyer. I've seen a couple of stuff like that. Yeah. It would be cool. And that that makes sense to me. Um, I, I was just really hoping it was going to... Bing, bang, boom, the giant green dragon. <laughs> giant dragon. No. Uh, it's just Game of Thrones. Doctor also. Doom, you know, because like, he's such a great villain. And, like, they've been mixing... They finally introduced yeah. magic, and it's starting like it's getting bigger parts. Like uh, Doctor Strange was a big, big fucking deal and big help towards the end. Um, and that's that's the thing about Doctor uh, Doom is that he's he knows both science really well and he knows black magic really well. Mm-hmm. So I was just, I was really hoping, and then you know, of course, we would get the Fantastic Four. But, or you know, you know, there, there's always a chance of Galactus too. I've know? I've read a couple articles on that. I don't know yeah. if they're. Gonna, I mean, it'd be easy. They're doing Eternals, which has to do loosely with uh, uh, Galactus, right? Yeah. I so, mean, it'd be easy, but I don't know if they're going to go into a big like they just finished with a galactic threat. I don't know if they're going to go right into another galactic yeah. threat. Yeah, that's true. Um, Doctor Doom would be really cool, especially if they finally get him right. Right. It's very hard to get that. You know, super smart, megalomaniac, but, like, also super cunning. You know, he's not crazy. Like, Thanos is, essentially, he's mad. He's the mad titan, right? He's out for vengeance. But Dr. Doom is super, super smart, like a genius-level intellect, just like Tony Stark, Reed Richards, and Hank Pym. And, but he's just, like, he's also, like, a sociopath. He goes yeah. after whatever he wants. He's on a quest for power and all also, I think it'd be a great time with the where the world is at with everyone being more like being with nationalism being like huge, and that's that's right. him with his home country, you know. Is, yeah. yeah, and he's he's you know he's trying to be I guess a great ruler. He, it would be a good parallel to play with Donald Trump, you know, because he's well. I mean, you got a genius enough. Well, well, yeah, but you know, you think about like someone who uh, who runs the country based on his own like his own perspective the entire time. He's not. He's not looking out for the people of Latveria. He's only trying to further his own, you know, agenda. Agenda, right? But it would be kind of interesting. You know, they could definitely play it, the political angles here right. and there kind of thing. Um, but the King the Destroyer, I think, has a pretty strong argument because he's big on time travel. Yeah, exactly. So he, can't, you know, he's from like year three thousand or whatever. And he goes, I think, to Egyptian times. He goes and to Egyptian times and tries to rule over the Egyptians as a pharaoh. And then he also comes into, like, present time as Iron Lad. And so, you know, being no Iron Man, there's kind of a there's a gap in there for someone in an Iron Man suit to maybe step in. And maybe Iron Lad would be an interesting, you know. We'll see. I mean, I, I from the stuff I read, it, you're right. There seems to be, like, a pretty good uh, case for it. So Yeah. So it'll be interesting. But, you know, who knows? It's going to be – I feel like it's – I feel like we're not going to get a um, – as heavy of a introduction as we did with Thanos, where he's just like sitting, you know, in the yeah in space somewhere, and just uh, comes in. But who knows? We'll, we'll have to see. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited that we don't have to wait super long to see new Marvel movies. Yeah, it's uh, July, I believe. July, yep, July third or something like that. And then uh, next year we're only getting two Marvel movies, which is what? Yeah. Um, which instead of th- the normal three, but for some, I think it has to do with James Gunn's Guardians getting pushed back. Oh, because yeah, he was gone and now he's back. Fired. I think that kind of threw a monkey wrench into it. So next year, there's only going to be two movies, and then after that, it's going to be three movies. I'm excited. I'm very excited. It's looking good. Yep, looking good. And Spider-Man's awesome, so uh, it's it's going to be exciting. That's It's such a good... 
he's such a good character, character and like it's it's, it's even, even though we've seen what uh six Spider-Man movies now, right? If you do the original Tobey Maguire ones, the two Andrew Garfield ones, and then the one, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Tom Holland. Tom, Hard- Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Um, so we've seen six, but it, because these new ones are so good, it still feels really fresh. You're like, every time you see someone, you're like, oh, fuck, they're actually doing it right, and, and it's really exciting. Someone asked me, like, out of the three who... Do I prefer and uh, Tom Holland, hands down for me. That's that's who I said in there. Um, I don't, uh, you know, hey, forgive us, Garfield, if you're listening, but I don't really consider him in the he, race. But um, nothing. He nothing. was a good Spider-Man, but not a good Peter Parker. No, I didn't like the emo Toby skateboarding. Tobey Maguire, I think, was a very good Peter Parker. Not a very good Spider-Man. And I don't want to take even a, when he had the mask on and he was doing his little quips, he still sounded like a lame-o. <laughs> I have no, I'm nothing against Tobey Maguire. I think I, I really loved uh, the For first the one. the time that they came out, too. I yeah. like the second one. The second one was awesome. I, That's one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. No, I mean, the, the third one was kind of, but. Uh, the third one was terrible. The third one was hot garbage. But. Uh, which I'm glad they retconned in the, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. That was really With cool. the dance? Yes. <laughs> that was the That was just a different universe, man. That wasn't our universe. <laughs> But nothing against Tobey Maguire. I think he did an excellent job. And I agree with you. I, I think he was a great Peter Parker. Uh, and Tom Holland does a really good job of being both. My only, my only, only, only critique is that, and maybe he's going to grow into it, is that he doesn't seem that smart. Like, granted, he's a kid, but Peter Parker is, is extremely intelligent. I mean, he's yeah. not at a Reed Richards level, but he's, he's not a fucking dummy. You know, like he's, right. he's extremely well, intelligent. I think he does show off his... His prowess in conventional, like textbook smartness, right? So he builds the web slinger, and that you know they don't highlight it, but he did. He did he build did. it. Yeah, and because we didn't get a full-on origin story with him, it, it's maybe they haven't highlighted that enough. And the fact that like when he when he talks to Tony Stark, Tony can sense that intelligence in him because he he figures things out in his suit. And that sort of thing on the fly, which is cool. Which was he's not he's not an experienced hero, and I think that's kind of the point that they're making. Well, because like you know, in the first um, what was it? Civil War? No, 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 no. Uh, Homecoming. Um, it wasn't him that decoded the suit. It was it was his buddy who uh, who debugged the programming, so he had access to everything else. So I think it would have been cool to show his intelligence, like he figured it out. You know, he did it. He yeah. debugged the coding. But that, that's my only critique. It's not a big one, but everything else is excellent. You know, yeah. just, I hope they do highlight later on his intelligence. Yeah, I hope so too. And maybe we'll see, maybe we'll see that in this new one where he's True. actually figuring stuff out, um, doing a little crime solving kind of thing, um, trying to live up to Tony's yeah. uh, iron shoes that he has to fill. Um, should we talk? What else came out? Oh, fun factoid. This is a quick one. Um, that they actually are redesigning the Sonic. Movie character <laughs> due to the public outrage. Yeah. So when has that ever happened, dude? You know, it just goes to show that not all bullying is bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got they got bullied into changing uh, it. Yeah. Sometimes it gets it toughens you up and makes the right changes in your life. No, and it, it's it's a fantastic move. Um, I'm yeah. glad they're doing it because the only reason I was gonna and not not the the trailer in itself wasn't wasn't bad, but it, the design really did the design distract of the main character, which needs to be on point for a movie like that. 
was, was terrible. terrible. Like they, they tried to anthropomorphize him too much. Yeah, but he looks like, like a weird dude wearing like one of those yeah. suits. You know, it's like and the teeth. Why give him human teeth? The human teeth part, like when he goes meow, like yeah. that. You see his teeth. Like it was weird. It was really fucking weird. Yeah, and and they've. It's funny because the people who are. You know, speaking out against it, they, a bunch of them had redesigns that they made, and they looked, looked great. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> whoever like these Photoshop people who interchange it looked looked great. And how, how cool would that be if, like, if one of those they picked one person that made the right design and gave them like a creature design credit in the the actual right movie? That would be awesome, you know. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's exciting to see that they're actually listening. Yeah, and I think you know and. I think that's honestly a good sign for the movie itself that they're willing to that they're willing to listen, change yeah. to make a good movie because you know at this point when we already have a trailer I'm sure all of Sonic's like voice is all recorded. Yeah, you don't got to change that. It's just the animation. It's just the animation which you can go back in and redo. And it's it's just reskinning really. I mean, you can still yeah. use the movements. Even if they did mocap and whatever, they can still do the It's moments. just changed yeah. yeah, it's just reskinning. So it's it's kind of uh, I'm glad to see that and I hope that Hope that whatever they land on is is better, <laughs> other, and then we'll be able to compare the, the two. The other thing I will say is I still think it's interesting. I'll, I'll leave it as interesting that they picked Gangster's Paradise for the song. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> Not and I ran, I ran so far away. <laughs> Another great idea from or us. Life in the fast lane. <laughs> yeah, there's a million of them. Come talk to me. Someone else redesigned the character. I'll pick out the soundtrack. Um, but I, I did like Jim Carrey as Robotnik. Yes. Especially at the, when they show, I think it's going to be at the end or like some sort of future glimpse or balding, something. Balding. Uh, the balding with the mustache yeah. pulled out all the way. I'm, I'm, awesome. not, I'm not mad that they didn't give him that weird ball shape. You know, I'm fine yeah, with that. I mean, you know, but, humans, humans don't get that size. <laughs> but I am not, glad, not many. <laughs> I am glad to see that we're getting another uh, another. Role with Jim Carrey is going to be allowed to be funny. You know, it's been it's been a while. Yeah, and you know, like I get it, Jim. You know, you want to be a serious actor, and you're not always feeling funny. But that's like your that's your wheelhouse. You know, you're taking it from the world. The world yeah, wants it. The world needs it. You know what I mean? They don't want to hear about your crazy art projects. <laughs> do, do them on the, do them on the side. Yeah, do them on the side. You can do that too. That's fine. Uh, should we talk Game of Thrones? I think we need Have to. We miss anything else? No, I don't think no. so. I think it's think, Game of Thrones time. Kind of GOT time. Okay, guys. So if you haven't listened to, what is this, episode four? Yes. Episode four of Game of Thrones, season eight. What was this one called? Do you remember? Uh, the Last Starks or the, uh, the Last of the Starks, I believe. Uh, I don't know. It, was something, it had to do with the Starks. Starks. Ah, I'll look it up. Well, anyway. Well, while we're So if you haven't away. seen that episode, uh, turn it off now, go watch it, and come back. Because what are you doing not... Uh, Watching Game of Thrones. Uh, speaking of which, uh, it was funny. I talked to Chris from Plum Deluxe Tea. Shout out to Plum Deluxe Teas again. But she was like, the reason why I didn't listen to that episode was because I haven't caught up on <laughs> Game of Thrones yet. I didn't want to spoil it. So uh, hopefully, Chris, you've uh, you've uh, caught up now, and uh, you can listen to this part too because we just gave you another free shout out. <laughs> um, but yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, the Last of the Starks. The Last of the Starks yep. is what it's called. Well, okay. Anyway, uh, so a lot of interesting stuff happens. First thing that happens in it, 
boom, dragon's dead. Well, it was the first thing that happened. It but... was basically the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was towards the end. Yeah, whatever. Um, it was a long episode. Too. No, there was. It was. It was really. It was awesome. I mean, well, I think we should start off with the first thing: the Starbucks cup. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> got to mention the Starbucks cup. <laughs> so you know, winter's cold. You know, you know and what's nothing, funny, and I'll fights off the winter's I'll, chill. I'll give credit like a hot to peppermint mocha. I'll give credit to Game of Thrones where they mentioned it, like, uh, you know, about the Starbucks cup, you know, about the coffee cup. They're like, you know, it wasn't actually coffee; it was tea. So yeah. it was like it was kind of like they owned it, you know, yeah. and, which is great. You know, I feel like when you fuck up, take it in the chin. Yeah, exactly. Just take it in the chin and just You've roll with it. They've also now digitally removed it. Oh, did they? Yeah, I heard the- that too. <laughs> but it's, it's how crazy is it that it went that far? Like the air that no one caught it. There's been other things in the series um, from the beginning too. There's one where I think they're at. They're actually at King's Landing. And they're all a bunch of people are standing together, and Jamie Lannister's holding a Starbucks. I thought that cup. was fake. I thought someone photoshopped that no, in. That, that one I think was real because I remember maybe they photoshopped it back a long time ago because I remember reading about that before. Oh, really? Oh, wow. And there's another one in like one of the first episodes where a guy I, walks by in like a, a North Face jacket or a Patagonia jacket or something. It's just like a fleece top, and he walks by in the background in like Winterfell. It's fucking cold there, dude. It's cold. If they if they had if I had one back then I would fucking wear it. He was just being smart. But uh, yeah, there's some funny stuff out there. But it, it is funny that they owned it. And, dude, don't give them such a hard time. Yeah, I mean, I know. it's silly, you know. But it's the internet. I didn't even notice it. So it's like if you hadn't pointed it out, I wouldn't have noticed it, and I would have gone on enjoying that episode, thinking there was nothing wrong with it. But thanks, internet, for pointing it out. It's more your fault than it is Game of Thrones' fault. <laughs> But um, yeah, it, it, I thought it was great. Great job, just taking it in the chin, just rolling with yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They should have just left it. They should have just left the cup. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but also, uh, I think it was you know this episode. You know, there a lot of conversations are happening that needed to happen. You know what I mean? So we have Danny talking to John, and like they make out for a minute. And then like, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're my aunt." Yeah, it's gross. I can't. I can't. I tried. I can't. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see uh, what's going to happen with them. And then, of course, Danny talks to John about like how he shouldn't tell anybody that he's a Targaryen. And okay, I've gotten into some kind of little heated arguments. I agree with her. She if 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 his intentions were to let her be queen. I mean, they didn't. I mean, his siblings didn't need to know. Like, he didn't have to tell them. And that's 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 to me. I was like, he didn't have to. And I've gotten into arguments with people, and they're like, no, that's his siblings. You have to. I was like, do you tell your fucking siblings everything? I know I don't tell my fucking siblings everything. Yeah, I still haven't told my sister I'm adopted. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where, as much as I wouldn't, maybe I would not tell my siblings that because you know it's not just like oh by the way i'm i have a different name than i normally than you thought i did it's not as simple as that like this has major ramifications for the entire world in particular you know your sister sansa does not like is just looking for yeah. to betray the queen <laughs> which i mean what does he say by the gods with she don't tell anyone what's the first thing she does hey, uh Tyrion. yeah <laughs> Tyrion. yeah um. So, yeah, she's such a gossipy girl. But I will say, I will say, I will, and we're probably going to jump around. We're not going to do it linear. 
Um, I'm 100% with Team Sansa when she tells them maybe our men should heal. Maybe they should yeah. rest up. Like uh, anyone who plays D&D, you know, after big battle, you long, long rest. rest. You yeah. need a long rest. It's like, what was the big rush to yeah. move on? So the one thing that's kind of bothered me this whole season is Daenerys's like, impatience. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it's weird that, you know, she's always been kind of, you know, since basically since she killed her brother. And became, the, you know, since she was Khaleesi, right? She has been on this journey to come to Westeros and conquer it, right? They, some people, you know, say that, like, where, why is it so, you know, urgent? But she's always been on the road to this point, right? But I just don't understand why now she's just like, it's got to happen now. Yeah, like... Not Two weeks, not in three weeks. Now it's like, dude, you have Varys, the master of spy, of spies and whispers. Like, yeah, have him do some recon. Not only that, you just save the whole world from dead zombies. Let that get out, yeah. and pull more people to your cause. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you just saved the entire world. Like, why are you just gonna like? Just head off immediately to another battle, which now you're probably going to lose. And I also agree with uh, Tyrion. His plan was a great plan. It was, hey, let's surround, you know, King's Landing, mm-hmm. and we're not going to allow any, you know, food or stuff to go in, and the people will turn on her, you know. And yeah. and granted, also that's it's not the best way because the people are still suffering, but you're also not killing them, which is kind of what Daenerys wants to do. Though, let's go in there and wreck shit. It's like, well. There's going to be some collateral damage. You know, there's the innocents who are there that, you know, they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, exactly. And and again, too, they don't, you know, they've said it a couple times in that episode. That they don't care who's on the throne. They just care if they're hungry or starving yeah. or whatever or getting murdered or not. So it's like, you know, this could be another of the, you know, the unbreaker of chains moment where she could pull all of King's Landing to her side yeah. and go in and just take out the... The I mean, Golden Company. That's a great point. I mean, they didn't care when it was Robert, you know, drunken horn king. You know, they, they didn't care when it was a eleven-year-old boy named Thomas yeah. who jumped out a window. Was he supposed to be eleven? He was. He was probably supposed to be like eight or nine, realistically. Ah, but he aged. I mean, he looked older. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny too that I found out that I didn't actually notice. He he played the Lannister cousin earlier in the show before he was cast. Oh, really? Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> they look a lot alike. <laughs> so weird. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where like her, she, she's super smart and super like meticulous about how she's been going on, you know, gathering her power and making the right moves and stuff to become the powerful queen that she is. It seems slightly out of character for her to be so, but also at the same time, I've like, I've had like long-term goals that I've been after and like when, when, when you think close. when it's close and you think it's at hands, like you you start you start making wrong moves. You're like, all right, I'm just gonna go for it. Like maybe this is the time. So I'm like, it might not be so out of character, particularly if it, I mean it's it's so fucking close for her. But yeah, and, and it, it was it's what I said. I was like, they're gonna go in. I knew it was gonna happen. Is that they're they're gonna feel cocky, which she did, mm-hmm. and they weren't gonna expect Cersei to be like, you know, wreck some shit. And we built a bunch of fucking big ass crossbows. <laughs> And yeah, so, well, 
and now and now another fucking dragon is gone. Yeah, dude, Rago got fucked. He got fucked bad. And, First of all, and I think partially he wasn't rested. I don't. He wasn't a hundred percent. I right. think if they had rested, allowed him to he heal, was having issues flying. Yeah, if, if yeah. he might have been able more aware and probably would have dodged a bunch of stuff because his brother did. His brother managed to dodge a whole bunch of them. Yeah. you know, and he's bigger. And yeah, and he's fucking bigger. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, those guys are really good at shooting those giant. giant yeah, they took the fucking fleet out too. Yeah, that was or armada. Is it armada when it's uh, ships? Is it fleet? No, it's a fleet is of ships. Fleet? Maybe Armada is smaller than a fleet. I don't know. Because I've only heard it used. Let it. us know on Twitter yeah. or Instagram. Let us know. What's the difference between a fleet and an Armada? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so a lot of troops are gone. Then the rest of the insulted got like. And then the hottest. The hottest. And the nicest one. Her people weren't even like. She was super nice. Her people weren't even like warring people. They, yeah. And she mentioned that in the episode. Like, uh, they don't know about warring and stuff. Yeah. Ugh. Head chopped off. And I knew, I knew, I didn't think it was going to be a head chop. I thought she was going to push her, which, yeah. you know, either way, like, what? You don't want to, you didn't want to see her go out, but head chopped. Dude, it was so bad that Grey Worm, who, who murdered a baby in training, like, he. Yeah. Like, he had to turn away, you know? So, you know, we know he's going to die, but he's going to wreck shit before he goes out. He's going to take a bunch of fools with him before he goes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's very upset. Like, who's going to find to be able to mash his uh, his little (laughs) nothing into? You know? His little stump. (laughs) Who's he going to find to mash his stump, Christian? Why is it my job to find it? Why? Who's he going to find? Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, obviously those were the two major points in this in this episode. Oh, and Ghost being left behind. Come on. Oh, yeah. The internet is upset. Oh, yeah. And did you see HBO's response to that? Uh, there was they, CG's expensive guy. Yeah, you just had a fucking giant pick up a little girl and get stabbed in the eye. Yeah, that costs money. There's not enough money for pet dogs. But yeah, that was kind of lame, but, uh, um, you know, it would have been nice if they had just, like, one line of dialogue in there. He couldn't hug him, you know? He couldn't, like, pet him goodbye. Like, he just fucking got on the horse. Like, he couldn't have white-fanged him. Yeah, something, you know? Go on, get. Go get out of here. I don't love you no more. Ghost just got ghosted, dude. It's yeah, fucked up. That was fucked up. Torment will take good care of him. Oh, I'm sure he'll have a good time. Yeah. But I think, I think what's going to... Towards the end of the show, I don't think John's going to take the throne. I think, I think this is us preparing us at like because I've always, I've always said that the wolves are their spirits, the dire wolves are the yeah. spirits. His spirits in the north, and I think he's going to at the end, he's going to be like, I don't want to be king, and he's going to go north. I think he's going to go north. Or here's counterpoint: What if that's his his final step in letting his old Stark identity behind? Oh, that's and a good now point. He's fully embracing himself as a Targaryen, maybe, yeah. Yeah, because he basically, you know, he doesn't fly on Rhaegal because he's, you know, he's smart. He's, smart. <laughs> he's like, that motherfucker's going to go down. Yeah. I'll wait till he heals. <laughs> um, but, you know, he, he basically left the north and went south, you know, and that's. That's a fair that's point. That's his first time, too, going. Well, no, that's not true because he went down there to bring the zombie to Cersei, right? Uh, yes. Well, no, they met at neutral ground. It wasn't at. King's Landing. It was, it was no. It's where they kept uh, the dragons. That's why there was a lot of dragon boats. Oh, so it was at Dragonstone. I believe so. 
that that's right. Maybe the, the internet will correct us. Yeah, come on, internet, you're better than them. <laughs> Tell us. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, so there's two episodes left. Approximately three hours left of Game of Thrones. There's I don't a lot that needs to be resolved. I, I guess the battle has to be the next episode, and I guess the last one's just gonna be tying loose ends, unless it's gonna be a two episode battle. But well, so in in this episode, they said it was gonna take two weeks to march to King's Landing. Yeah. So I was wondering if that was a little nod at like, oh, it's not gonna happen next week. Well, they didn't say two weeks. They said a fortnight, which is two which weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I didn't want to give Fortnite any free air time oh. on this fucking show. Uh, so, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> there's so much to tie up. Yeah. So many questions. And I feel like we're going to get to the end, and there's still going to be questions of unanswered. Which is lame, but I get it. But also, why did they make one more season? Like, my, my predictions, which will probably be wrong, because the show's based on having you guess wrong. Um, I don't think... Jamie is going to kill um, Cersei. It seems less and less likely. I think... Uh, he leaves Brienne in this one to go... Which, the internet was mad, but it's like, dude, you gotta, like... I, I feel like... And maybe the show didn't do a great job uh, of explaining it, but I think he could have seen himself being really, really happy with uh, with Brienne, and I feel like he doesn't, he doesn't think he deserves happiness because of all the ugliness he did before he became a good man. Right. And I think he feels like, well, if I, if I end this, if I get rid of Cersei, then I could finally allow myself to be a good man. But I think he's probably going to die. I think they're going to kill each other, him and uh, Euron, right? It's Euron, a, yeah. Um, which I've been learning from the internet and listening. Like uh, His character in the books is very, very different. Yeah. He's basically in this one. He's just a horny pirate. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, like they made him like just a fuck boy. But in the books, he's like this dude who's trying to almost get like godlike status. Yeah, exactly. Um, he, and he like basically, you know, thinks that he's like the uh, the god of the sea, yeah, born kind of thing. Yeah, and apparently he's like a power hungry, like ultra naval tactician. Guy. Yeah, and apparently he's not a great fighter, but he's he's great uh strategist and he's very charismatic. He gets other people to do his bidding. But there's a, there's a lot in the books. There's a whole big giant chunk of them trying to pick the next king of the Iron Islands. That is totally glossed over in the in the right, show. Right. So it, you get to see a lot more of him. Yeah, like apparently there's actually uh two brothers and one is an excellent fighter. And I forgot the name of the other brother, but apparently they kind of meshed those two siblings well, together. Well, there's actually three, three. So one is the long-haired guy who like dips him under the water. That's one of the the older brothers kind of thing. Then there's Euron, and now nah, I can't think of the other guy's name. Um, yeah, but apparently they meshed up both they of those characters. Did. Yeah, they're just like Meh. they're the same guy. Yeah, and apparently Euron like made it to old Valeria, and he found uh, Valerian uh, armor. And he has a horn that, like, if you blow it, you can yeah, bind a dragon to do your bidding. Yeah, exactly. Which has not been part of this entire show. Which at all. that would have been great. Like, dude, that's like that's a great equalizer. Instead of killing the other dragon, yeah. using it, and now they have one too. So they have giant crossbows now. Yeah, now they have giant crossbows. Yeah. So yeah, there. You know the the magic of that horn that he had. It was just a little. Maybe the show didn't see it. You know. Maybe, Maybe there's too much. I'm not going to hate on the. I haven't read the books. This is all from other yeah. people uh, telling me, but um, it did, I'm not I mad. Reading it, it did sound out of place having that. Okay. Uh, I'm not mad at what the show's doing at all. Like, the show's yeah. doing a fantastic job. 
uh, although things are feeling a little bit rushed, I wish they would did more episodes and, um, you know, let the dialogue because th- that was one of the great things. If you go back and watch season one, there's not a whole lot of action, but yet we still enjoyed it and we were hooked because the dialogue was amazing. Right. You didn't know what was going on. Um, it was very conversation driven and, and plot driven. And now it's a little bit different. It's more action driven. Right. Um, that would be my only critique about this season. But I think when they ran out of um, material from George uh, R. R. Martin, that they it's harder to yeah, it's harder to write your own material with just an outline. That's why yeah. you know that's why we can't like if you take the Cliff Notes of Moby Dick, you're not going to write anything as good as Moby Dick. Right, you know right, I mean? right. So I think that's definitely part of it, and I think George R. R. Martin needs to hurry his ass up and finish those last two books. And you know, I'm not hating on the show. It's just just something I've yeah. I've observed. But the yeah, show's no, still I th- great. I think you're right. I think, but I think they should have taken their time too. Right. And I don't know. You know, now obviously we're not privy to the whole uh, HBO's budgeting constraints and this and that. But it's like, to me, it doesn't seem like like the fandom of Game of Thrones was slowing down at all. No. It, you know, it's it's the probably the most watched show on all of TV ever, kind of thing, right? Except for maybe Seinfeld. <laughs> but um, you know, I think that they it, they didn't have a reason to end it so quickly, right? Or shorten the episodes, short, yeah. shorten the season, or season, shorten the episodes. You know, well, yeah, the episodes are really didn't get shorter, but the season, even if you stretch it out, is shorter than a normal Game of Thrones season. So I don't understand what that reasoning was. Like, there's no harm in having an episode that's all people talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, like you said, season one, there's, you know, there's a sword fight here and there, but it's mostly people talking yeah. and plotting and seeing these things come together that you know a bit that this guy doesn't know. And us as the viewers, like, trying to be like, oh, no, he doesn't know that, but he knows this, but not this. And, you know. That's, That's the fun, fun part, part of Game of Thrones, Thrones to me is figuring stuff out. Right. You know, it's more, more of a, um, you know, c- kind of a, uh, you know, trying to figure out these riddles and stuff. You know, I think that's um, definitely the most fun part of it for me. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited to see these last couple episodes oh, yeah. and finally get it completion. But I'm also <laughs> I'm wondering. Well, we know how Arya is going to get in because she's a ninja. You know, she's going to ninja her way around. But I wonder how the Hound is going to try to get to the mountain. He's not a sneaky guy. <laughs> Arya is, though. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be easy for Arya to, to get where she needs to go because that's what she does. You know, rogues are going to rogue. You know, that's what they do. But I don't know what how he's going to get out there to the Hound. I don't know. It would be interesting. I mean, it seems to me like the Mountain is just – he's not going to be hiding necessarily. But maybe the uh, – Maybe Arya is going after Cersei, and the Hound is going with her, and so it's that's when we're going to see Clegane on Clegane when he steps into, um, you know. Yeah, because he never he never leaves her side. Yeah, that's a good point. If she opens doors and lets him in, and then finally, all right, you need to take care of that big motherfucker while I go kill her. Okay. But I don't know if she's going to get her. Just do. I feel like no death is really going to be one that she actually deserves. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. But I do think it's going to be Arya. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it'd, it'd be nice to see that. Though, ha- letting her have two of the biggest kills in the show also seems a little weird. That's true. So, 
don't know, man. We we gotta see what happens, but uh, I'm excited. Um, you know, by the time you're listening to this episode, there will only be one episode left. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy to think that it's almost over. But man, okay. Well, I mean, a lot to talk about this week. We uh, we definitely uh, we'll have more, even more next week. Um, any last thing we want to bring up? I can't think. Oh, of uh, I'm going to be uh, guest starring on a podcast um, for an Australian podcast, so uh, should be should be interesting. It's uh, for your reference. Make okay. sure and uh, take a listen when it comes out. Um, I guess I'll tweet about it when it's when it airs. Yeah, post it up when it airs. It's always good to branch out. Um, I guess I'll say uh, I was on the. Uh, I mentioned it before, but yes. I was on the episode called. Uh, uh, rewind, replay, replay, rewind. Oh my god! I, <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't planning on uh, plugging it right now, but um, uh, it was. It's basically a podcast about remake, re- remake, we re- remake, rewind. Um, but uh, it's the show that my buddies do, um, which is. Basically, a um, and you can check them out at mdxpods.com. Um, that's their website because uh, they have a couple shows actually. Um, but it's basically about you know remakes of movies. So I did the Hellboy episode, which we watched the new Hellboy versus the old Hellboy. I still haven't watched it. I know you were asking me to watch it, but <sighs> you gotta watch it, man. It's new ones. Oh, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> It'll be out on like TV in two weeks. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll wait for that. But yeah, check those podcasts out. Trying to branch ourselves out. And then check out um, Living Room GMs with our buddy Nelson from last episode. And 3 for Tea with uh, Crystal and Ashley um, from a few episodes back. Trying to create a big old podcast family here. Um, and while you're at it, you know, check us out on Stitcher, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, NerdsWithFriendsPodcast.com. You can always drop us a line and contact us on there. Also, one last thing before okay. we close out. Uh Everyone, if you listen to the episode, try to hashtag uh, save the punchline. So we want to try, try, dude. This is how big comedians uh, love the punchline. How much it's it's hurting. Like Dave Chappelle just dropped everything and is do is doing a show there. I believe he's going to be there the twenty, the twentieth and twenty first, and possibly the twenty second. And of course, they sold out super fast. I couldn't get tickets. You've but never seen Dave Chappelle at a, at that place. I saw him there. He was he was great. Really? Uh, he only did two hours, which I've I've heard the three the four hour you know sessions that he does. Two hours is a lot of fucking. Two comedy. hours is a lot, but you know I I I thought he was gonna do. I was excited. I was like, fuck it, I'm ready for a four hour. Let's fucking do yeah. this. Um, he only did two hours, but I saw him there. It was fucking great. Um, he's very he's very very nice to the crowd. There was definitely when I always, when I saw him. A dude was talking to him, and like the audience was getting upset, and was calling to get this dude kicked out. But he's like, "No, no, man, he's having a good time. You know, just it's cool, super it's chill. cool." Like, just super stoned. Yeah, it's just he's just super chill. Hey, man. Well, I mean, when he was up there, he smokes. Anyone who's seen him live knows he, yeah, he smokes a lot of cigarettes. He just yeah. chain smokes. Like, dude, yeah. his voice has changed. It's like not even the same anymore. Yeah, man. He's gonna sound like uh, what's his name? Um, what's the guy from? Uh, Sanford and Son, Red Red, <laughs> I don't, red Skelton. I think so. No, that's not it. That's a different. I think guy. it is Red, but I, I Red know, Fox. I know that's who it is. Red Skelton's a weird white guy. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
Hashtag save the punchline. Save the punchline, guys. Dude, just throw it out there. Retweet it. Throw it. Let's see what we can do. Email. Uh, actually, yeah. There's let a couple us, let, email people. Let us know your, uh, let us know your favorite uh, comedians and comedy moments at the punchline or not. And just put that hashtag at the end because um, that would be good. It would be nice to save that place because um, it is kind of a San Francisco institution. And, guys, if you could – Take a moment. There's a couple people you can email uh, that hopefully we can be able to save. Uh, Aaron.Highland.HPC at gmail.com. Uh, Diane Mutsuda at hotmail.com. Uh, Kate.Black at sfgov.org. Uh, Ellen.HPC at Ellen John. Wow, John CK Consulting.com. And just, dude, tell them why you think it should stay open. Who are those people? Uh, they're people who uh, work for the Histor- San Francisco Historic Preservation oh, Commission. Okay. There you go. So just shoot them. Just chain email them. Get other people to email them. Just let them know, like, why it should stay. You know, because yeah. if we're, we're – I'm trying to do my best part yeah. of trying to save. So shoot them an email. And I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it as well. And, and then just link our episode that we recorded there. Right, you know, whatever. Just let them know how cool it is. Yeah, we recorded there with Sandy. Den- that's the whole reason why it really should be saved, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a piece of Nerds with Friends history now. Yeah, I mean, we can't let that go. Exactly. Well, check it out, guys. Save the, pe- save the punchline. Hashtag it on all your social media, even if it's about your food or whatever that you're eating. Just throw it on there because then it'll be trending, and that's, that's the name of the game. But, uh, yeah, thanks, Christian, for uh, you know stopping by and chatting with me. Always. Love we'll, it. Uh, we'll reconvene next week and talk a little bit more Game of Thrones and uh, hopefully uh, Detective Pikachu as well. Oh, for sure, yeah. Ooh, we'll talk that. So good. But until next time, guys, remember you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you, and have a great night. <laughs>